Welcome to The Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm sorry. The podcast you're trying to reach right now is unavailable. Please leave a message or call back later. Or, if you'd like to file a complaint, please press zero. Um, Jeremy? If you'd like to hear the options again, please press <sighs> one. Alright, we'll just push through this. Kevin, we should have been recording recording a long time ago. <laughs> look. We had like a whole conversation yeah, look, that was perfect for nonsense. Yeah, but, but but I mean, it was about a very, very niche uh, niche interest. Oh, you're right. And our podcast is never about niche interests. I believe it should be. <laughs> look. <laughs> look, you. Yes. I'm looking Try at Trying our best. <laughs> I'm looking at me. Try to talk as much as possible about things that everyone will get into. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely because you're never coming around. Like, a lot of people know about <laughs> Total Eclipse of the Heart. That's yeah. a very popular song. Yeah, turn around, bright eyes. Yeah. Compared <laughs> <laughs> to what, what were we talking about beforehand, the, the builds of characters we played with at D&D. Yeah, why not? I think I know our audience, and I think our audience loves that shit. <laughs> well, if you don't, please tweet at me and tell me you don't. Well, sometimes sometimes <laughs> you come over and we record immediately. Sometimes we do a warm-up. <laughs> a comedy warm-up. Sometimes we socialize with each other like friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sometimes the facade goes too far, is what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, we're recording this later than we usually do because we had a time set up. Yeah. And then... And then uh, Kevin got a job. Uh, no, I mean, no, I don't actually have that job anymore. Oh, you quit? N- no. Did they fi- they fired you. They said that I was not a good fit for the job. Oh, okay. so they fired you. <laughs> yeah. 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 In kinder words. I see. Which is fair. Did they stomach you go to work on Wednesday? Did they fire you no. after or no, before? No, 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 they fired me when I got there for my shift on Sunday. Oh, did they pay you three hours for that shit? No. They should have. <laughs> I never. I didn't have. I didn't clock in. Oh. Yeah. Essentially, I arrived and then they're like, ah, get out of here. Nah. So that's fine. I have other jobs I'm interviewing for. Uh, yeah. No. Um, what <laughs> what ended up happening is that I remember that taxes are a thing yeah. I have to do. So that was a fun, joyous experience of doing taxes for not working. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't do your taxes like ASAP. At the beginning of the year, because then you get a tax return. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's why I did it now. <laughs> I'm just saying, also get get on top of that shit, Kevin. You could have been rolling in that sweet tax refund dough. Also, because I do them with my mom, who's an accountant. Oh, okay. Because that helps a lot. Gotcha. So, I mean, I'm yeah. sure your taxes aren't that complicated. Although, I guess you do have book income now. Yeah, I have a lot. There's a lot of weird stuff with yeah. it because of doing a bunch of little jobs over the end. Like oh, I've been there. Delivered yellow pages. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Turn around. You good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I might keep doing that during the entire episode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Let's see if that becomes a running joke. Mm. For this episode we're about to do, which is a, a creature feature. Gonna get there, you cut me off. That's right. Turn around, Kevin, I'm already there. <laughs> That's what I get for trying to add some drama to the lines I'm saying. Well, Kevin, lines this like is not written. a dramatic podcast. That's your other one. This <laughs> is not a dramatic podcast. It's a podcast about a dramatic there show. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, sure, dramatic show. Uh, no, we got a creature feature, which means we take a creature and we feature it, and we talk about a world <laughs> where that creature is a feature. It means that we take a creature... And we put it in a world and say, what if we do this, every, this was in the real world? We do this every four weeks. You think you should understand it by now? Yeah. If you don't understand it, go listen to another creature feature, and we'll explain it in that one. Yeah, we'll just keep pushing back, so there'll yeah. be one that we keep on saying to go to. Yeah, go to episode 140. I go to the Hydro one. The Hydro one's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, the last one we did. Or the Phoenix one. The Phoenix one's pretty good, too. The Phoenix one's pretty fun. Yeah. But we're not talking about Hydros or Phoenixes. No. No. These are silly. No, wait, wait, wait. We had a much more reasonable creature lined up. <laughs> I'm not going to say what it is because we will use it eventually. Yeah. But then I showed up today and Kevin was like, hey, Jeremy. <laughs> I got a better idea. What about Mimics? And I was like. I guess we could we could do a world where some objects are alive and trying to eat you. <laughs> Very clear. Some. Not all. Not all. Some. It cannot be all objects are alive and want to eat you. <laughs> all right, so let's say what mimics are. So They, they appear in a few properties. Yeah. Um, the most famous one is Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, I'd say that. Uh, followed by uh, probably the Soul series. Yeah. I say after that, followed by that game Prey. Yeah, sure. Where they, where they are the main enemy of that game. Mm, mm. Do you ever play Prey? Nope, the, never, the... never played it. Never watched it. Okay, so Kevin, that is a game that people told me was scary. <laughs> it is because so you know how in Dungeons and Dragons and in Souls and in a lot of those things. I know one of those things. Yes, um, <laughs> mimics are a thing that you occasionally have to deal with. Yes. Imagine that, except for that's the only enemy you have. Yeah, see, this seems You like, don't know what they are. Not, that does not seem like the gaming property for me. Is that coffee cup a mimic? Oh, who knows? Probably. <laughs> so mimics are creatures that take on the form of other objects. Yep. And sort of just lie in wait for someone to touch them. Basically, they're ambush landmines. Yes. Full of teeth and slobber. And stickiness. And stickiness. Uh, so, however, I do have to say this: they do still fulfill their original function, at least in D and D. Yeah, if it, you kill a mimic that is a chest, after you kill it and open it up, there's like golden shit in there. Well, it's the same thing with the um uh, with Soul series where the mimics. I think I think the lore in that is that the mimics also just like to eat precious things. Yeah. So really, what it is is once you kill them, you cut open their stomach, and there's a nice, cool axe in there. Yeah, but I mean, like in D and D, if there's like a wardrobe mimic and you kill it and you open it up, there's like coats hanging there. <laughs> ah, cool. <laughs> oh, right, sweet. Well, sometimes it's even just you open it up and you're like, ah, coats, and then teeth. Yeah, and then <laughs> teeth start like appearing. start appearing, and you're like, like oh. Ah. Shit. These coats are not free. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm going to have to play the blood price for these coats. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the blood price. The blood price for these coats. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. It's in one way, when we talk about, like, 
mimics in Dungeons and Dragons yeah. or those ones. You're talking about like you know delving into a dungeon and fighting chess and, things, and things like that. And yeah. I think I feel like for the beginning of human civilization, you have to deal with things where you're like, hey, check out that rock over there. Yeah. I don't remember that rock. I mean, I feel like in the beginning there was darkness. <laughs> no. Um in the beginning mimics are going to have a hard time catching human prey. Yes. Because they can't be plants. Yeah. And they can't be animals. Only inanimate objects. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to have to figure out what to mimic to trap. Prey, I, like the, right? I like the concept of these of these creatures that see people building things. Yeah. Like chairs yeah. or doors. But basically, they don't start having chests. an effect until humans start using tools. Yeah. And then and they look at those and they're like. I could do that. Yeah. I could be that. Also, you got to remember that, like, a mimic as a spear isn't helpful to the mimic because it's not going to be able to eat stuff. It's very thin. <laughs> <laughs> well, but doesn't they, they become that and then they morph into their re- pseudo-regular shape? I mean, I guess it depends what mythos we're taking from, right? I mean, in, all in, of them. In, in D&D, they're specifically the shape of that object. Okay. They like they can move in ways that that object wouldn't be able to move, but their body never like anthropomorphizes or anything like that. Like a mimic that is a chest is just always a chest. They 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 can't change. I thought they could change what they look like 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 a mimic like they they they, they Yeah, have... yeah, the, a mimic can change. Yeah, they but I'm been... saying when when they have assumed a form when they do their ambush they yeah. stay in that form yeah because i mean i remember having a uh, a mimic fight in dnd where um the mimic was a door and then it chased after him and then when they broke eyesight and looked back um it had become a spike in the spike pit see that to me is some homebrew shit well <laughs> but i like fair enough right? i mean well the other but... option the other option is that these mimics what when they go through mimic puberty, just take on the form of something around them? You know what? I fucking love that. Let's use it. Or the other option, Jeremy. Is <laughs> nope, that I like the is, first one. Hold on, turn around. I am going go back tur- to that first option. I actually am going to turn this around. I don't want to hear the second one. Well, no, let me t- tell you because you're assuming that mimics <laughs> take on the shapes of things that they've seen. Who's to say that we're not building things based on mimics we've seen? <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like what? What are we talking about? And it is like. I don't know, 10,000 BC. Yeah. And there's hunters in the forest, and all they see <laughs> is four legs and a backing and a chair, and they're like, what if I made that, but it didn't eat me? <laughs> <laughs> that looks comfortable. Just uh, like beds everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, that's clearly going to eat us. But what but if we what made. We so, what, what, basically, what you're positing, <laughs> Kevin. Is that we is are... that what if mimics aren't deception based? They just like being in those forms, and we stole the forms from them. Well, to make useful furniture. Well, no, I'll say that the way that I said it is also really dumb because it would be <laughs> like knowing there's a predator and giving it camouflage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we have to kibosh that. I, th- I yeah no no the mimics obviously have to yeah take but on but the- mimics hitting mimic puberty and choosing an object that they're going to be I love that shit let's use it. <laughs> I just thought it would be like a mimic can take on the shape of something, but it takes some time. Yeah, that that also makes I sense, I guess. Was, well, that's the concept. Less I, fun than the puberty version. I, 
I mean, in the Soul series, they're only chests. But that seems boring. It is boring. Because <laughs> uh, I usually let me feel tell like... you, I don't think this counts, Kevin, as general yeah. conversation. But let me tell you, a wild world of online D&D homebrew. Okay. Somebody make a, made a Mimic Mansion. No, the entire mansion of the Mimic? Yeah. Basically, okay. the idea was this, is that the Mimic slowly siphoned off psychic energy from its victims. Okay. So it would, like, go and be like, oh, this is a really nice house, and then just, like, slowly feel more and more tired as it drained your vital essence. That's pretty good. Yeah. But I I, th- I think the... And you already said that it doesn't count, but I, th- yeah. I think the the idea of Mimics is that they want the the, the physical sustenance. Yeah. It's the teeth. It's the teeth is the main thing. It's the teeth and that big tongue. Yeah, uh, and they're sticky. That's Ver- right. It's very much a clear thing. They are sticky. Yeah, you put your hands on one and they want you to stick to them so they can eat you. Yeah, they excrete some sort of fluid that is real sticky. Some sort of ooze. Some, some sort, sort of secret of, some, of the ooze. Some sort of secret ooze. Ooh. Uh, for, for mimics only. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why didn't this become a mimic perfume commercial? I don't know. <laughs> didn't it? Mimics probably hate perfume or like it. I don't know. It I mean, I feel like if the mimic put on perfume and it brought it more humans to eat, it would love perfume. I mean, maybe if it if it became like a vase, yeah. maybe sick flowers in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, wait, that would set the mimic off because if it wasn't set the mimic's off, it's like any sort of contact. Yeah, you set those flowers in it and it eats the flowers. Because isn't one of the things you're supposed to get to deal with the mimic is just poke it with a 10-foot pole? Yeah, come in see what happens. <laughs> so, it doesn't even react to, to like, people. It's just, it gets touched and it's like, well, oh, it reacts, what is that? It reacts to stimuli, right? Stimuli. Um, but uh, the real question is here is, how effective are mimics at eating animals? <laughs> I mean, probably reasonably. I mean, I feel like it's about a 50-50. I mean, I, I, think, I think... Most animals are curious about something they haven't seen before. Yeah, but I think the... the what it, what it would come down to is that what the Mimic's been doing before that moment. Like, if the Mimic has a very distinct smell of the blood of other animals... Yeah. Then <laughs> probably be avoided. Uh, I, I'd well, say, I mean, a predator might attack it. Yeah, but I, I'd say that you'd see... You, you see a lot of Mimic's bathing in streams <laughs> trying yeah. to get the... <laughs> And now we see the mimic in its natural habitat. Currently, he currently he is indeed a chair, and this chair is washing itself in the stream. Seems it's had a fresh kill. I do like the idea Some of unfortunate uh, poor, poor soul has fallen to its petty deceptions. This is the sort of thing that, like, like it's different hunting tactics because for people. You want to make sure it wants to make sure it blends into the area. Mm. But for animals, even if it's just a weird thing, you see animals just like walk up to. Why is there a chair in the woods? Yeah, if there's a chair in the woods, 100 percent of squirrels jumping on that shit, and then it just like whoosh, eats the squirrel. There's a, like a like Venus, a Venus fly fly. exactly. Yeah, the Although just unfolds. It, uh, the one thing I do like about this world already is that rooms with like a single piece of furniture in them are now way more creepy. Like. <laughs> like you open a room and there's an arm armoire like in the room all by itself you're like that's a fucking mimic you can't convince me it's not well okay so we have to also clarify mimics only attack only attack when they are touched yeah. or hit yeah which means that technically if you know a mimic is there you're kind of safe as long as you don't touch it because they don't come after you Oh, yeah. We're not talking about, like, creeping things that'll be like, I'm gonna get you. Yeah. I mean, if you know that a mimic is there, 
you can push somebody into it and therefore commit murder without having to deal with all the murder things. Yes, they are they are essentially a pit. Yeah. <laughs> a large hole in the ground. Except you could say that, oh, they touched that and I didn't know it was a mimic. I mean, you could also Plausible say... Plausible deniability you could also built say, in there, Kevin. You could also say, hey, they fell into that hole in the ground. I mean... I, Nothing you're saying about a mimic is any different than a hole I in the ground, Jeremy. True. I guess that's true. <laughs> if you don't expect it, a hole in the ground is a lot more dangerous. <laughs> If you know it's there, it's pretty safe, yeah. but you could push someone else into it. You could, yeah. Jerry, do you know the difference between a mimic and a hole in the ground? Um, the hole in the ground, um, you scream as you fall in it, and a mimic just eats you. I think you'd scream as a mimic ate you. I mean, yeah, but... Or would you be, be like Winnie the Pooh, being like, yeah, oh, like, bother. Okay, so here's the thing, Kevin. I touched Here's it. a hole in, hole in the ground scream. Ah... <laughs> Okay. Right? Here's a, a mimic eating the scream. Oh, no! Oh, God! Ah! Ah! See, see how they're different? Yeah. No. Ow. One hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had something else I was going to say about mimics. Well, turn around to that idea in your head. All right, bright eyes. Let's see what I, <laughs> let's see what I can get out of this. Uh, oh, yeah. So, like, can mimics get into your house? I mean, I think the thing we both have to agree on here, and I think you already have sort of been asserting this idea, is yeah. that people never see mimics move. Yeah. Like, a camera could catch a mimic moving. A person could not. I think a person really stealth. Like, I think the thing about mi- mimics is that they have really good sensory perception. I think yeah. they might have blind sight. Yeah, I think so. Um, but that's only within a certain range, which means you could see a mimic move. It'd be really fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I I can imagine you. Let's say you wake up, Jeremy. Jeremy, let me paint you a picture here. I'm. I'm being, let me let me paint you a picture paint, of words. Paint me a paint me a picture full of mimicry. Mm, okay, you wake up. It's three a.m. You do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are four of you. You're all moving at once. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> You have to pee. Uh, it's 3 a.m. You go pee. And I watch who holds their penis with what hand. It's, it's a detail a mimic wouldn't know. Am I the mimic? Oh, no. Uh, no. I'm look neither. to your left. Look to your right. <laughs> None of us are the mimics because they cannot be people. That's <laughs> true. So <laughs> you wake up. In the morning. In feeling the- like P. Diddy. <laughs> It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. <laughs> I was just about to do that, you asshole. <laughs> Matchbox 20 is my reference. How dare you? All right, now you're a little bit bent. <laughs> and we'll see how far we've come. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Uh, Here you go again so on you your wake own. Up, so you wake up. Yeah. That's not Matchbox 20. <laughs> you just referenced You another. said you do Matchbox 20. I, I didn't say I do Matchbox 20. Well, I know, but you just referenced a random band. <laughs> so? Okay. All right. <laughs> I was doing song lyrics before your Matchbox 20 shit. Okay, so you wake up in the morning. It's it's 3 a.m. You are Rob Thomas. You do have to pee. You go okay. and you pee. You look out the window, and there in the back alley, because that's where your window faces. Santana's guitar. Santana's guitar <laughs> is just, like, moving across the alley. <laughs> oh, fuck. And just 
smooth, Jeremy. <laughs> It's real smooth. Okay, I gotcha. I call 311 and let them know that there's a mimic in the alley and go back to bed. Yeah, yeah, you call 311, let them know that amber is the color of your energy. (laughs) (laughs) But then your phone's a mimic and it eats you. Uh, Although I feel like mimics, like mimics absolutely can. (laughs) Are we proud of that moment that just happened between us? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I think mimics can be something like a vase or a phone. Yeah. But I feel like it's not really their ideal form. <laughs> like, I feel like a mimic wants to be a couch or like a bed or something. Well, I think I feel like the thing is what a mimic wants to be is something that will be touched. Yeah. So you obviously a couch and... What a, what a mimic wants. What a, really what wants. a mimic wants. What a really, yeah. <laughs> if you want to be with its lover, yeah. you got to be with its friends. Yeah. Which are all mimics, <laughs> and they will eat you. Yeah. Uh, no, the I, I think the thing is you're right. They want to be a couch or a uh, was it the thing said couch or a bed? Bed. The thing is that that is super freaking obvious. It like, is like we're, like when we talk about the D and D world, mm. the idea is that you're walking into a dungeon you've never been in before. Yeah. I don't know what this place is. Everything's new to me. Hey, there's a chest over there. Do I know there should be chests over there? I don't know. Yeah, I've never been here before. Oh, but it probably has nice things in it. Yeah. On the other hand, if you walk into your house and see a bed slightly to the left of your own bed, you're like, "That's a mimic. That's a mimic. <laughs> a mimic came into my home." <sighs> well, better call the. Exterminators. Call 311. Tell them there's a mimic in your house. And the amber is the color of his energy. <laughs> the only 311 song I know. <laughs> so that will be the reference <laughs> that will come up every time. 311 is the number you call for information services. And Kevin. 311 is a band that has a song called Amber is the color of your energy. We're not going to get anything done this episode. <laughs> Do you want to, let's talk about exterminating mimics then. I mean, it's just you hit them with stuff. Well, but yeah, but you don't want to do that. Let's talk about let's talk about meeting a mimic, finding there's a mimic in your house, and it is yeah. 2019. Time to meet your mimic. Time to time to. <laughs> this is your mimic, <laughs> and it's now or never. Look, if you had one mimic. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's spaghetti is a mimic. Yeah. I mean, technically, yes. I feel the, like that'd be a bad form for a mimic, the, though. The plate's a mimic. No, I'm not. No. Um, <laughs> you don't want to do that. That's no. that, That'd be like, if that'd be, Jeremy, that's the equivalent of seeing a bear in your backyard and being like, well, better get a stick and hit that bear till it leaves. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, like, you're talking about exterminating a mimic and all you got to do is kill it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think. This is going to be a situation where people are like, oh, man, a mimic got into the city. We're going to have to evacuate it to the wild. No, you no, you got to you got to deal with that mimic. Yeah. Specifically, people are going to be like, oh, there's a mimic time to kill it. Let me go get my rifle. Yeah. But I mean, like, as soon as you start attacking them, like, like I, I don't imagine individual people like dealing with mimics. They're tough. They're tough enemies. Yeah. They they're weird. They got pseudopods. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the name of it. Yeah, that's the name of the attack, Jeremy. Yeah, the the pods, but they're not really <laughs> these sort of pods. These sort of pods. It attacked me with a sort of pod, sir. <laughs> How would you say it hit you? Sorta. 
Uh, <laughs> no, you you would have <laughs> cities would have, as you said, like <laughs> what? Officer did me pottily harm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, choke of the episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh. But I mean, you you would, as you said, you'd call three one one or five one one or mimic one one. Yeah, like like it, it would be one of the emergency services. Yeah, it would absolutely. It wouldn't be as emergency because that day you would be like, "Hey, there's a mimic in my house." And oh, like, okay, oh, sir. Stand. What I need you to do is close the door and lock it. Now, are there any windows where the mimic can escape? Uh, I woke up this morning and there was a chest in the corner of my room and that's not something that that I own. I see. Um, Do you live with Winnie the Pooh? (laughs) Wait, does Winnie the Pooh have a bigger thing about chests? Uh, I think so. He's like in a toy chest or whatever. What? Isn't that, I think that's a thing in the original Winnie the Pooh. Like he pulls out Winnie the Pooh from the chest and then they start having adventures. What? Yeah. It's not... Winnie the Pooh is a real bear that lives in the Hundred Acre Woods. Yes. Forget I said anything, Kevin. <laughs> I don't think I don't think canonically Winnie the Pooh's a toy. Yeah, he 100% is. That's what Christopher Robin just took him out. Is, is Well, wait, that doesn't make All any of, sense. Piglet's a toy too, man. Eeyore too. That's why, that's why Eeyore loses his tail. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fine. It's because he's a toy, Kevin. I didn't think they were canonically toys, though. Yeah, they are. I thought they were just canonically like, well, you can forgive me. It's a cartoon, Jeremy. I can't forgive you, Kevin. <laughs> I can't. That would be, be like saying, you realize the Simpsons are all just toys, right? No, no. The Simpsons are animated human characters, Kevin. I know. It's it's weird to me that they are that they are You're, anim- for, you're forgetting <laughs> that Winnie toys. the Pooh was originally a book. I know. Right? Yes, I know. So, <laughs> but but that, that doesn't that doesn't make it that I should be like, oh, well, it was a book, which means clearly they were toys. No, but if you looked at the books and the original illustrations, it's pretty clear. <laughs> I know that in that Christopher Robin movie that came out with Ewan McGregor, they definitely are toys. Yeah, but I don't think this is, and I don't think it should, you should be so horrified that I did not realize that the denizens of the Hundred Acre Woods were canonically toys. I mean. They're they, pretty stuffed animal. They live in the. I, but that could just be aesthetic style. But Jeremy, Christopher Robin doesn't look like that because he's a boy. And the heffalums and woozles are patchwork stuffed animals. It's still aesthetics. <laughs> yeah, and the aesthetic is they're stuffed animals. <laughs> You're saying this like I should have. Like I should have automatically in my head just been like, oh, these are clearly toys. I figured it out. These aren't real. <laughs> None of these are real. <laughs> Rabbit doesn't look like a toy. Speaking of toys, Kevin. Oh, Jesus. Mimics would want to be toys. Yeah, toys would be one of the big things mimics would be. Yeah, 100%. They want to be big stuffed bears. Well, be the sort of thing that I think in this world, um, I don't think toys would be as, like, joyous. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They are, they are, as we said, camouflage. Yeah, I guess. And and on one hand, you could just be like, oh, well, gotta be careful if another toy appears in the house. But yeah. I, I think the one thing that, that I think about mimics about... Is this mo- a mimic toy or is this the toy that Jimmy brought over and forgot to take home? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I feel like... <laughs> I guess we light it on fire and find out. Yeah. Just enter a cage match? What? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Woo! 
like I, I feel like the the easier choice rather than being like we gotta be careful with these toys is just like hey don't have toys. <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing: people would still have toys, right? But you it have be- one toy. No, but it becomes very important to put the toy back where it needs to be, or you'll die, or it might be a mimic next time. Well, the thing I was thinking about, about because we talk about them getting to houses, and I think. I, I know this might have been an unspoken thing we didn't say, but, like, Nimimics are probably pretty good getting in houses because they don't have bones. No, they, they're shapeshifters. Yeah, so so they just, like, squeeze in through cracks. <laughs> they slurp right in there. Yeah, like ants. Yeah. You gotta watch out. You <laughs> just put, like, mimic poison traps down. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're still, you know, creatures. They You yeah. can still have repellent and things like that. I guess that's true. What would repel a mimic, though? Um... I can't think of a funny joke. The smell of burnt furniture? Like What? <laughs> yeah, this is what's going to happen to you, fucker. <laughs> Just mimic blood. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to the store and pick up your jar of mimic blood. <laughs> Just spread it out. We've had three mimics in the neighborhood this month. We really need to uh, put out the mimic blood. So just remember your kids, if they see any red streaks, not to touch them. I mean, I'm going to say logically, Jerry, if I wanted to get into a blaze and then found that there was human blood there, <laughs> I would also be like, I'm out. Well, I guess that that's the question is, how intelligent are these mimics? I don't know, Jerry. We could actually look at and see how intelligent they are. That's true. And we should do that after our commercial break. <laughs> This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Ominous Phrases. I'll see you soon. It's not time for that. Yet. This'll work. For now. There will probably be nothing to worry about. Don't worry, I'm a professional. The last month of the year. Like December? Yes. Yeah, nothing more ominous than Christmas. You know, Jeremy, the nice thing about doing uh, creatures that are from things such as Dungeons and Dragons is that there are stat, stat blocks on them. Yeah. So I looked at the stat block for a mimic. Hit me with that sweet, sweet information, Kevin. Well, here's what you should know about a mimic. Well, they're challenge rating too, so I don't know how that in any way translates to real life. <laughs> Doesn't. Uh, well, and we're talking intelligence. Their intelligence is five. Oh, so they're half as intelligent as the average human. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they have eight for charisma. Not not very personable. That makes sense. They are. They do have a plus one, so 13 in wisdom, which I think is why they can figure out what things to turn into. Yeah, yeah. They, that's their ability to perceive the world yeah. around them. And they're pretty strong and they're pretty dexterous. Yeah. Now, I, usually I wanted to uh, quickly uh, explain... Uh, so they don't have dark. They don't have blind sight. Yeah. However, they they are. It says right here, a mimic can use this action to polymorph into an object or back into its true amorphous form. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so they do have true amorphous forms. They do have, they, which I think they primarily use. They just do to go, have sort of pods. <laughs> they they do have sort of pods. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So they're so they're not that smart. No, they're not that smart at all. Uh, but they do have no, like forms, normal forms that they can turn back into, which I think is what they do when they're um, going Skul- through walls. When they're sul- skulking. 
Yeah, I mean, when they're I see no reason why they wouldn't move around as an object. Yeah, because that way they can just stop. <laughs> Like as we said, like seeing Santana's. <laughs> this is a real Fantasia scene, Kevin. I think it's a sort. Of, this is a sort of mommy, thing. mommy. Those brooms are moving around. Well, these are things that when they're around a person, they yeah. would much rather just wait because when motionless, they're indistinguishable from the real thing. <laughs> yeah, you doing good? <laughs> yes, I am, Kevin. I'm having a wonderful time. Do you know the, you know the name of that song? Um. The brooms are coming. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Hall of the Mountain King. Oh, I see. Yeah, either that or I'm thinking of a song that is a different one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's Hall of the Mountain King. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a fact that might be true, might be false. Hey, make either sure way, you tweet at fun. Kevin what the title of that song is. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a fantasia music, but I think I might be thinking of a different Hall of the Mountain King. I mean, it might be that. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> So you, know, so you could have the thing where you look at it and you see a wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> just like... Yeah. Uh, well... Here's a question, Kevin. Yep. Do you think people can train mimics? Um, I mean, I see no reason why not, honestly. They're, I mean, they're not that smart. Yeah. They they're very much just want to eat hey, things. Hey, look up a te- intelligence of what a dog is. In... In D and D, yeah, we'll just we'll do a direct comparison because dogs are, are readily trainable, right? And and if if it if they have an intelligence of five, I'm gonna say that mimics can be trained. Okay, I looked up a mastiff. That's a dog. <laughs> I looked up specifically, and because... also in 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 Nuendo. <laughs> I looked up specifically because they says that they can be trained as guard dogs and things such as that. Yeah, their intelligence is three. Oh, so uh, Mimic might be too smart then. To be trained? Well, to be trained in that, like, very specific, obedient way. I mean, I think it's, it's, so it's a one difference in modifier. Yeah. Um, I mean, people can train dolphins. That's true. Dolphins, dolphins are, smart. are smarter than dogs. Yeah. They'll also, I, I, <laughs> they'll also just have sex with you if you're in the ocean. So, or just beat the shit out of you with their noses. Yep, the same th- same thing as a mimic would do. Yeah, like dolphins I, are mimics. Everybody, same thing. I mean, I would say that uh, training a mimic is difficult. Yeah, but I mean, people have trained bears. People have trained yeah all sorts of things. Yeah. I, I think I think there's a limit. Like. Yeah, you get, something that's too intelligent is hard to train it obediently because at a certain point you just have to be like, I think the animal's too smart. You just have to be like, look, we're going to be buddies here, animal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's come to an agreement. Let's come to agreement. I'll feed you, feed you the corpses of my enemies and you act like a silly cabinet for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say that you could train a mimic. Uh, it would be <laughs> one of the most dangerous things to train. Yeah, it would I be. I feel like. It would be. You keep it in a room with no... O- okay, but you want, it want, you want objects in that room. I mean, room. it'd kind of be like training tigers. Eventually, something bad is going to happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, <laughs> but that that being said, I do love going to Vegas and seeing Siegfried and Roy in their cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Not just their cabinet, Kevin. And there's an ottoman. Yeah. Their cabinet and their ottoman. A chesterfield. They just lie on those, and we know that they're mimics. And we're like, oh, my God. They're not even sticking. How do they do that? (laughs) Coat racks. Kevin, they're living in a powder keg and giving off sparks. (laughs) Everybody everybody knows that everything in that place is a mimic. Yeah. 
Uh, th- then, of course, as the story comes over, they really get be- bitten by the mimic. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know. They're, because they're mimics? Mimics are still wild animals. <laughs> you got to make sure that you keep them fed. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about how this world changes. I, th- I feel like we've got a good handle on what the mimics of this world are like. I still feel like people will own less possessions and just be very focused on the ones they do. I just think that everything will have its place. I yeah. think unlike unlike our it's world. Because of survival tactic. Well, yeah, because messy people will die, Kevin. <laughs> like, they will literally die out. Yeah. Right, like, that behavior will be bred out of us because of the existence of mimics. Um, uh, That's a new lamp that you got there. Yes, I did buy that lamp. That is now its spot. Or the obvious response of, oh, I, but I didn't get a new lamp. Oh, my God, it's a mimic. <laughs> Nobody move. <laughs> if you don't move, the mimic can't see you. The, the mimic's on the side table. Yeah. I knew I should have put something on that side table. God damn it. I think I think this is the idea is that this is sort of like a world that's ruled over by people who are like um what's his name? Uh Marie Kondo. Yeah. This yeah. does not spark joy. Yeah, it <laughs> except for it doesn't spark joy. Could this be a mimic? Yeah. Also Marie Kondo in this world is the head of the mimic removal service. Yeah. Well yeah. just just mimic preventative services. <laughs> where it's like look around your look around your, around your home and if you see except for she's obviously not speaking English. Yeah, yeah. Um look around your home. Uh if if you see something around here that might be a mimic destroy it. Destroy it, it. <laughs> immediately. If it wasn't a mimic, good. <laughs> You're safe and at least now you know. <laughs> like you you want to live your life a little bit minimalist. Yeah. Well, you do. I, cause the, like I said, you can have things; they just have their place. Well, I mean, but I mean, looking over where we're going right now, there's a lot of movies over there, Jeremy. There are a lot of movies. What over if there. one of those is a mimic? Here's the thing: being small, though, yeah, right. That mimic would start biting you and eating you, but because it's small, you have stuff that you can do to sort of try and fight it off, right? Well, if you if if it's a couch or a bed or something that's larger like that, it's like one chomp and you're done. I mean, yes, but if it's something small, it could, like, going off of, I guess, a stat block, size does not change the damage of the mimic. Right, but so, if, so, we're, if we're, like, the thing is, is, like, the stat block is useful information, but we also have to think about what it would be like in the real world, right? Yeah, but I can see, like, you So, like, touching... the, the force of them biting you yeah. could be the same, depending on whether it's large or small, right? Yeah. But if something, like, completely engulfs you... That's going to be a, bat, a worse situation to be in than, oh, my hand's inside this DVD cover. Well, yeah, but if it's smaller but just as strong, I think like in one chomp it'll just like bite your hand off and then crawl up your body. Like The thing is that it sticks to you. I mean, yes, but I do think like you have... You, I think even, you're underselling how dangerous it is. No, no, <laughs> it's absolutely super dangerous. Yeah. Both ways. I just think that like small object... You have time to react. Large object, there's no time to react. Well, yes, but also large... Because what's the strength of the mimic, Kevin? Uh, 17. So that is much stronger than the average human. Yeah, and... That's all, like Olympic-level strength. Well, and also they have the uh, they have adhesive, so they have advantage on grappling checks. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> the good because, cuddlers. Because they're sticky. <laughs> but I, I think it's, 
it, it, it's, worth, it's worth mentioning that, though, the, the thing is that, yes, the bigger ones are more dangerous. The bigger ones are also super fucking noticeable. I guess that's true. Like, like if another couch appears in your house, you'll notice it immediately. On the other hand, if just a movie appears in your house or yeah. a book, yeah. then you could be like, especially if it's a book Th- you does have. Does that mean that Kevin, Yeah, like you have a bunch of shelves over there with yeah. movies on them. Yeah. Does that mean that instead of having open shelves, everything is closed and like cabineted and locked? Um, I mean, but it would also have to be like airtight, <laughs> hermetically sealed. Yeah, I, I was more, Yeah, exactly. This world is a world of people who are really organized and hermetically sealed. I was just say that Thanks, also, everybody. You thought this was going to be a cool adventure world? No, it's not. It's was, a boring world. I was also going to say this, Everybody cleans up after themselves. I was also going to say this is, This would be a world where, uh, where once we start getting, like, digital stuff, yeah. that's awesome. It is. It's much better. It's like, wait, wait, hold on. I don't have to worry about my thing being I don't need to keep five years of my paper taxes in case I get audited. This is a man. <laughs> One of them could be a mimic. Yeah. <laughs> the Canada Revenue Services is just like, like hey, we, we're, we're going to need you know, ask you a few questions. Can you get your uh, tax your tax person, you're like, oh, jeez, um, okay, I guess I got. Oh my god, oh, god it's it. a mimic! And you look person back. on the other line is like, that's the fifth one this week. <laughs> no, the person on the other end of the line is like, yes, it is a mimic, and so am I. <laughs> I'm working with the mimics, <laughs> for I have trained them to be my dark army. I'm not sure what I am going to get out of this. <laughs> Soon, I will be the only one with objects in the world. <laughs> Let me tell you about my villainous backstory. Oh, you're dead. You're already dead. Damn it, they always die before I get to tell them my backstory. Well, you see, I was listening to Matchbox 20. <laughs> it was 3 a.m., and like, I was lonely. And I was, and it was smooth. It was hot, like in that song. <laughs> It was just like the ocean <laughs> under the moon. <laughs> Other references. <laughs> Mockingbird is a song by Rob Thomas. <laughs> Are you feeling uh, unwell? <laughs> uh, I can go on like this for a while. Great. I had a couple Matchbox 20 CDs. <laughs> I like how it's not that like I like Matchbox Twenty songs. It's just that I had possession. I do. I had a possession of a couple CDs, so I know my shit. I do. I do like Matchbox Twenty. I was like Rob Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> he, he knows how to do social media <laughs> in the sense where he just posts blurry photos of himself and celebrities he's met. Hooray! He clearly runs his hooray, own. Hooray for this new era of access we have to personality. Oh, does he clearly runs his own social media yeah. unlike you know some other people who just get you know their publicist like some sort they hire someone to run the social media. Yeah. He clearly runs his own because it's not great. Just like Sugar Ray. Um <laughs> I mean who are they gonna hire? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> nobody but, nobody's gonna put on their resume secretary and social media account user of Sugar Ray. <laughs> Executive assistant to, what, to Mark, Sugar Ray. Mark McGrath? No, Sugar Ray. <laughs> My name is Mark McGrath. Thanks, Sugar Ray, <laughs> for introducing yourself in such a way. No, stop calling me Sugar Ray. That's a chapter in my life I'm finished with. No, there's are still farming. Please just call me Mark McGrath. Okay, Sugar Ray. I'll call you Sugar Ray. 
Are you not hearing the words that come out of my mouth? Honestly, I just hear Sugar Ray over and over. Uh, oh, man. Uh, performances, anything like anything where there's a bunch of stuff there, mimics yeah. are just going to come like. Oh, yeah. Theaters are under lock and key. Oh, yeah. Like, and- when you're talking hermetically sealed, like playing pretend in this world has a bunch of different connotations because <laughs> of the deception inherent in the alpha predator of the world. The mimic. No, can you say something? They're not the alpha predator. I think they are. I think they're just like. Uh, what? What would be a better predator than a mimic? Well, the, the, the things that they they're it's tell me, Kevin. Traps. Tell me. Will be a better. Well, just yeah, be, but they're traps that can move and change form, Kevin. But I think that just because there's not many things. What do you that think? You think them, a you think a bear is better than a mimic? Well, no, I think that just because there's not many things that eat them back does not make them an apex you, predator. You're telling me that a like mountain lion's not going to eat a mimic if it kills it? One hundred percent will. I don't think you can't eat a mimic. What's what's the substance of a mimic made out of? I mean, goo? Yeah, but things eat snails, like... <laughs> yeah, but they're called the French, Jeremy. <laughs> Animals eat snails, too, Kevin. I know. <laughs> I was making a joke. <laughs> I didn't appreciate your racism. <laughs> I didn't get your joke because you didn't mention Max Fox 20 <laughs> in it. <laughs> it wasn't in the form of song lyrics, which is what all jokes are in this podcast, except for the best joke of the podcast, Pottily Harm. <laughs> which, by the way, is the great is a great name for either an album or a song. <laughs> or just a band. I mean, I'm less feeling the band. We're Pottily Harm! <laughs> Hello, Calgary, we are Pottily Harm, and we're here to fuck with you! <laughs> Here's our first hit single, Sword of Pods. <laughs> Bodily Harm could also just be a podcast. It could. It could. About, I don't know. It's just a good name. It's a good name. You're welcome, Internet. For, for us granting you this name. Yeah. Okay, so people would be, in general, a lot cleaner. Uh, you have to be more dangerous. Uh, you have to be more careful with dangerous things such as theater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god, you're going to the theater again? Yes, my dear. I love to live dangerously. <laughs> Swoon. But there's so many props there. That's right. And any one of them could be a mimic. So essentially someone has to walk around with a 10-foot pole just like poking things? I mean, I think the thing is, is that probably humans evolve not to have a desire to touch stuff. That they don't well, know what it is. Well, no, no, but I just mean, like, let's say let's say with uh, doing a play or doing something where you have to go around having a 10-foot pole and just being like, okay, we got all this stuff here. Let's make sure none of them became mimics overnight. Poke, 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 poke. The one you poke one just chomps on the end of the stick and you're like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> got, damn it, I'm going to need a new pole. And then you just like, <laughs> all right. Who didn't lock the doors? They're like, hermetically sealed, so I know that <laughs> you didn't lock them. I mean, that's... Damn it, Gerald. Hermetically sealed. You got one job. I like I like your assumption that hermetically sealed is a real easy thing to do. It's not. It's not. It's not. So I think just you poke things in the bowl, something yeah. bites on the end of the bowl, and you're like, ah, you walk outside, like when you get, get a, when you get like a spider you go, you go outside. on a piece of paper, and you just shake it off. <laughs> no. It's too, it's too sticky, Kevin. You just hit it against the ground. <laughs> also, it's heavy. I mean, yes, it is heavy. Yeah. But that's no, what you, what you do pole. is you, you leave the pole there and you go into another room and you call Mary Kondo. <laughs> she comes up with flamethrowers. She comes and burns down your theater. <laughs> is 
theater did not give me joy. <laughs> this does not spark joy. Only danger. <laughs> I'm Marie Kondo, and I never miss a mark. I don't like the the, uh, the idea of a guy with a big wobbly pole just smacking a like <laughs> I don't know a, a drawer of yeah a prop sword to the ground. <laughs> It's not clear to me if the weight changes. I don't think the weight changes. Mm, I mean, both are problematic because either a mimic has specific mass, yeah, for whatever its regular size is, and so it is able to condense its own mass. I've or and like expand its its, yeah. its density, which is almost an atomic or cellular type thing. Yeah, so that's problematic. Or um, mimics assume the mass of the object that they're transforming into, in which case, where do they get the extra mass and where does their other mass go? What I've always assumed is that – how to explain it? I've always assumed that mimics were kind of like – like if you folded tissue paper over. Yeah. Like mimics at their core have a pretty low mass – but when they expand, they actually don't fill out the space. Like, so you're talking like an origami thing. Yeah, kind but, of. But the thing with that is is that most human adults then would be heavier than a mimic. Yeah, but a mimic is, like, has... Right. Like, well, I'm just saying that that gives, like, that makes them less dangerous. Because um, that means you can lift and move them and, like, you have leverage against them. Well, yeah, right? but, but what they have is fucking teeth everywhere. I guess... What about this, Kevin? They're roiling buzz saws when it comes down to it. <laughs> what about this, Kevin? Because I think this is an interesting choice that sort of helps us find a good middle ground. I'll just be the I'll be the decision maker you, on that. Believe it or don't, you decide. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think, Kevin, that when a mimic is born, it is fairly small. Okay. It starts out mimicking <laughs> like a person does. Yeah. Like like you know most things are. Yeah. Uh, you know, it starts out mimicking like pencils and maybe like. A, once it's eaten some stuff, it gets to, like, a DVD cover. or Like a person. Right? So, But my thing is that it's not age-based. It's a mimic grows bigger depending on the amount it eats. Uh, okay. Which basically means that eventually it becomes harder for the mimic to eat stuff because it gets harder for it to camouflage. And then it dies because it starves to death. And then it dies because it starves to death. I or, mean... or somebody figures out what it is and calls Mary Kondo and she burns down the theater. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be down with that. Yeah, I think that makes that makes logical sense. Yeah, but I mean, I, I still think that the concept of uh, of the mimic is that it can expand and contract, but it's not that it's adding mass or losing mass. Yeah, it's just pliable. Yeah, it just change the mass. So the idea being like, let's say, let's say a mimic weighed, um, I'm just gonna say an amount. A mimic weighed ten pounds. Yeah, but because they're so pliable, either you can have a t- have like I mean, I, I feel like a 10-pound mimic be, could become, like, a computer monitor. Well, no, well, no, I think a 10-pound mimic could become, a, like, a cabinet. But the thing is that that is a, that is a 10-pound cabinet, Jeremy. Yeah. And if a strong wind comes by in your kitchen, I guess... It'll fall over. It'll fall over. You'd be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that was a mimic. <laughs> Shit, that's a mimic. On the other hand... It could become a pencil, yeah. in which case that is a, a very ten heavy, pound, very heavy pencil. Which means if that pencil like I don't drops, know. <laughs> rolls off your desk, yeah, but, 
like, oh, that's a mimic. Oh, shit. That's what I mean by, like, the expanding the thing I didn't color with green. And yeah, there will reach out to those limits. Like, if a yeah. mimic gets too big, it just can't become that pencil anymore. Yeah. It can't. I mean, it could. It would just be a giant pencil. <laughs> a giant novelty pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Honey? Did you buy a giant novelty pencil? Um, I did, but well, where's it from? Worcestershire Farms. No, that's a mimic. Fuck. <laughs> Worcestershire Farms? Yeah, you said it. I did. You could have said Scarabo Fair, and that would have been another <laughs> musical reference. <laughs> I'm not up on my rosemary in time. <laughs> But it wasn't a matchbox to any reference. <laughs> it's not. Which is what matters. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, is there, do we have to talk more about specifically what is this world like? I mean, I, th- I, I, I do like the idea of people having to poke things. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you're not sure, if there's any shadow of a doubt in your mind, yeah. you need to go get your 10-foot pole. Now, you got to be very careful that the 10-foot pole is not a mimic. Well, that's why you have hermetically sealed 10-foot pole cabinet. Well, that's why you always know where you left your 10-foot pole. That's it is right. the most important. Yeah. When, when a child becomes an adult, they're like, boy, you are now an adult. I've given you this 10-foot pole. It was your grandpappy's before it was eaten by a mimic. That's why the <laughs> pole still exists. <laughs> well, your grandpappy does not. <laughs> that's right. So you remember where you put this pole. And if there's ever another pole right beside this pole, you don't touch it. <laughs> Just remember which pole was in which place. That's right. There'll be a lot of like ways you'd um you do things like uh you know how you can you like put something in a door to see if the door opens, it'll fall down, it tells you that someone's been through that door. Yeah. You do the same thing with like poles. Oh yeah. And you know what? Once motion sensors become a thing, then it's easier <laughs> to catch mimics. <laughs> yes, it's true. When the lights are on, you're like, fucking mimic. Fucking go mimic. Back. You, just, you go out your back door swinging a torch around? I, <laughs> I don't know why you assume mimics don't like fire. Don't I mean, most things don't like fire. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> if I was... Ah, thinking, fire, the mimic's one weakness. Um, You're also weak to fire, and so is that raccoon. If I was sneaking up... uh in the back of someone's house and they came outside waving a torch i would also leave yeah <laughs> hmm. this seems like a bad place for me to be right now <laughs> we are a lot like mimics the more that i think about it yeah we lie in wait in people's beds and eat them when they lie there no, that's specifically you oh right before <laughs> you are a mimic uh-huh. oh. that's how i knew so much about them and why I like to spout so many song lyrics. What I like about this world, I don't think we always spend a lot of time saying specifically how we feel about the worlds we make. Yeah. Um, is that is not one of those things where we have to be like, well, clearly humanity would not progress. Because honestly, mimics in the past are not all that great. No. Mimics are the biggest problem from about like ancient Greek to the industrial revolution well, i also like that we make them worse <laughs> yeah yeah uh, before that i guess they were just either amorphous blobs yeah but but it seems very clear that that physically mimics don't like to hunt things no they are ambush to they are, the point, they're ambush predators yeah to the point that if i that, that like they will just leave the situation yeah they'll be like oh it didn't work out for me so there's another D&D creature. It's, not, it's nothing to do with Mimic, but the, what are the piercers, which are the things where they're, they look like uh, stalactites. And they fall down. And then they fall, and then if they miss, 
They have a crawl speed of five feet. Yeah, they slowly crawl back up. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, shit. Crawl away. Uh, uh. <laughs> like, I kind of feel bad. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Any last things we want to finish with? Um, yeah, I just think, like, this. I think the biggest change in this world is that people don't have that, like, impulse to touch things. No. Right, like you, you take a kid into a dollar store. Yeah, they're not touching shit. <laughs> like, oh man, that is a good way to die. Would you? I mean, you wouldn't even have stores in the same way. No, you would. You would not trust other things. Yeah, you, you, what you would have to do is sort of have like a warehouse type scenario, where you just had like a list on where the thing was in the warehouse, and then the one of the employees would, would go get it. They grab their stick. And go check. And they go back and they give it a good hard poke. Yeah. And then they come back with it. Yeah. And if not, then that's what you see on just a big wobbly stick. Yeah. Just someone slamming a teddy bear against the ground. <laughs> yeah. You see, honey, that one was a mimic. That's right. That's why we don't touch things. Don't touch it. Whack, whack, Don't whack. touch it, Jimmy. You remember what happened to Susie, right? Yeah, she doesn't have an arm anymore. That's right. And she's lucky that she only lost the arm. Yeah, well, you you think the teddy bear is yours. It's not yours. Yeah. You get one toy, Jimmy. <laughs> you know where that toy is. Look at this catalog, Jimmy. You can pick any toy you want, but you only get one. Because I don't trust you to know all of them, Jimmy. You're stupid, Jimmy. <laughs> What's your intelligence, like seven? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this world stats yeah, are a thing. You haven't even learned how to read yet, Jimmy. <laughs> why are you throwing... Ma'am, why are you throwing so much shade at your son? Well, it's the only way he's going to learn to avoid mimics. <laughs> because he's got to learn about the real world. And it's 3 a.m. and I'm lonely. <laughs> we both reference a Matchbox 20 song. Yeah. Well, hey, if you like Matchbox 20... And you liked our podcast... Then uh, then you should... Give us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. If you have other Matchbox 20 songs that we didn't reference and you're very disappointed at us, you can tweet at us. I'm at Mighty Thews. I'm at Straw Man K. Weir. And, you... if you're, and if you're just gone... <laughs> if you're gone... Yeah. Then you could tweet us at... Uh... At Third Space Cast. <laughs> Uh, you can check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. Uh, and if if you're wondering about this mad season, you can give us an email, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. You got any more you want to do? Um, <laughs> no. No, you good? No. Uh, all we, your reasons. Are we closing the door? She's so mean. Okay. They had an album called Exile on Mainstream. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Our theme song is is not by Matchbox 20. It's Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space where Kevin and I are kicking it old school. I'm doing a head spin! Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>